Welcome back to Look at My Life. This is the beginning. Part 11. Stalker. Part 2. During this time, I had finally gotten my little baby, Mr. Corey. Finally gotten him home from the NICU. I had talked about previously the tremendous mishandling I had after the delivery of my son by the medical team who delivered my son. As I said, an orderly or whatever you call him, he was twisting my baby's umbilical cord like a jump rope. The umbilical cord broke away from the placenta that was still inside me. And so the doctor had to manually go in and pull the placenta out piece by piece. Very painfully because I did not have any pain medication, no IV, none of that. I was very busy, you know, going to see my baby every day in the NICU. I barely had any time for myself, but I did shower, I did brush my teeth, I, and then I would go and take care of my kid in the NICU, and then after spending 10 to 12 hours with him in the NICU, then go and take care of my grandmother. During the final weeks of my son, being in the NICU, I had to get a doctor's appointment because something just was not right. There was a smell to me that I did not understand and it was bad. I was embarrassed, I mean, but nothing was going to stop me from seeing my son in the NICU. I was embarrassed. And I finally went and saw a doctor and they said, oh, well, it's not that bad. This happens when you just have a baby. And I'm like, well, it's almost been three months. This does not seem right. But my OBGYN assured me, she's like, oh, you're fine. She even lied to me and said, you remember when, when you had your baby, we did an ultrasound. They did not. They did not. So, you know, I was just feeling really crappy. And the smell that was coming from my body was grossing me out. And I was complaining to my grandmother about it. And like, I saw my OBGYN and she's like, oh, it's fine. And my grandmother's like, no, you know what? You're going to the hospital. So we do go to the hospital. 
And after testing and everything, come to find out after three months, my baby's three months after three months of giving birth, placenta was left inside me. I was rushed to get emergency surgery. And, you know, when you get that type of surgery on those type of body parts, you do have a downtime, just like when you have a baby of like six weeks, you know, you're supposed to take it easy and everything. And this all relates to what I'm, the story I'm continuing to tell. This is episode 12. Stalker part two. So my baby finally gets to come home. And that's where we left off in the previous episode. And so I'm still being stalked as well as my grandmother by my child's father's ex-girlfriend or whatever she is or was. Um... I guess my grandmother was in her 80s on a walker with many health ailments and she would ride past even though she got kicked out of the neighborhood where we live. She would ride past my grandmother and say, yeah, tell that bitch Elise to stay inside. I'm going to kill her. Just like really, really crazy stuff. And I was so angry that she put my grandmother in it. So still being stalked my grandmother still being harassed one night you know my grandmother calls me she wants something i rush down there me and my baby and i go to go to the store for her and this crazy chick has slit my grandmother's tires she's still calling me she's still calling my grandmother making a bunch of threats and it was really bad and I felt so horrible for my grandmother and I'm still healing from the emergency surgery that I had to get from the doctors and hospitals negligence from the birth of my son And I'm very, very sleep deprived. I'm still pumping breast milk every three hours for my baby. He wouldn't latch. So, you know, pumping breast milk. And I'd bundle my baby up and we would go to my grandmother's house. And I would drive her where she needed to go. And we'd stay with her for a very long time. Till about 11 or 12 o'clock at night. And then walk back down to our house. And I was really on high alert. And really nervous because you know I've got this this tiny little baby 
and he's on oxygen and you know I'm still healing from emergency surgery and there's this crazy chick that is still stalking me and I'm here doing this with my little baby on oxygen walking home at 11 and 12 o'clock at night because nobody in our family will help us and the father of my child will not stand up to this woman and tell her to leave me and my grandmother alone and it was a really hard time and what makes matters worse is we all stay in the same neighborhood. So it's just a matter of time before I run into my stalker, who's not only stalking me, but stalking my grandmother and harassing her. And I would tell my child's father this, and I'm just like, you know, you need to man up. You need to do something. This is not cool. This is not okay at all. And he didn't. I had wanted to get a PPO against her. Because she's still threatening me. She's still threatening my grandmother. I've got a tiny little baby on oxygen. I'm healing from surgery. I'm sleep deprived. I have my own health issues. I wanted to get a PPO on her and I asked him to give me her address and he would not. So I ended up trying to file a PPO anyway without knowing her address. I go to court for it, file it at the county clerk office, all of that. And this was almost three years ago, and I still have not heard from them about the PPO or anything like that. So there you go with that. So day, just like any other day, my grandmother was in the car. I was going to take her on a couple of errands, but first my baby had a very important doctor's appointment and by this time it had warmed up you know it's been three months since he was born so november december january february i say it was probably yeah february march and it was unseasonably warm and We stopped at a store. And I wasn't positive, but I'm like, I believe that's her car. And my grandma's like, well, we need to go and da 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 da. And I'm just like, you know what? This is so unfair that I have to be the one running when I've done nothing wrong. And people have their opinions about what happened between her and I and her and I and the guy and the guy and I and all three of us. And that's fine. Just as I encourage you to have your opinion of it, that's fine. 
But to stalk somebody over a guy that doesn't want you, that's insanity. And that will never be okay. Especially to stalk their grandmother. That's that's insane. And so I told my grandma, like, no, I'm not leaving. We're not even positive that that's her. I believe it's her car. We're not sure. So she's like, well, don't go in there. I'm like, okay, I'll give you that one, but I'm not going to run. You know, why does she deserve all this type of respect? She's not the big bad wolf. This chick is like almost 50. I'm not scared. Okay. And according to her, and I think Social Security should be very interested in that because she's living off disability. She's supposed to be so sick with sciatica and all kinds of other stuff. But she's got time to bend down and slit tires. She's got time to stalk a chicken that her grandma. We didn't wait for long. She does come out. And, you know... Um, it's like just be cool I didn't say anything and I was not going to say anything but I'm not going to run and hide like a scared little mouse she doesn't deserve that type of respect and she definitely ain't going to get it from me so she sees me and she starts cussing and calling me all kinds of names and all that and I'm just like you know what I'm fed up you want to call me a bitch you're a bitch too. How do you like it? And so we're just arguing back and forth. And I'm just like, you know what? You're wasting my time. I have other stuff to do. I get out of the car. And I start walking to the store. Into the store. And I just hear like heavy, heavy footsteps. And I turn around and this chick is running at me. So we end up fighting. And I say this with no concedence at all. But I did kick her ass. I'm very proud to say that I did kick her ass. And then we break it up and step back from each other. My grandmother's screaming to high heaven by now and yes my little baby is in the back seat he's asleep he has no idea what's going on my grandmother's so freaked out and I'm still about to turn around and walk to the store she runs at me again and I'm just like you want okay round two and round two we fight and you know we're fighting I'm pushing her back we're rolling around I'm hitting her she's hitting me I end up having her on her back on the hood of her own car and I'm beating her up and she kicks me in the lower part of my stomach now mind you that's why I said all that crap at the beginning so we're fighting And I put her on her back on her own car and she kicks me in the lower part of my stomach. And that is why I told you guys about the correctional surgery that I had, emergency surgery I had to get. 
And so, you know, obviously that hurt. It hadn't been that long since I had the surgery. The six weeks were not up and that hurt me. So I back up. I'm like, you know what? I've already kicked your ass twice. We're good. I didn't even want to go in the store anymore. I was going to leave because my grandmother is freaking out. She's screaming and she's crying. And I know she has a heart condition and high blood pressure and a myriad of other ailments. And so I was going back off, you know, like we fought it out. Win, lose, or draw, we fought it out. We fought it out twice. I'm just going to leave. And I was satisfied because I kicked her ass twice. So I turn around and I'm going back to the car and I'm like, okay, Mia, I'm coming, I'm coming, come down, come down. And by this time she had climbed out the car. I'm like, get back in the car, we're about to go. And I feel really bad because she's so stressed out. And then Mia starts screaming, oh my God, oh my God. I turn around and this chick is running at me again so we're fighting i'm hitting her and all i feel are these extremely excruciating hard like points in my back on my spinal cord and i'm just like when did her hits get this hard i mean like it really really hurt just like going in my spinal cord And, you know, my grandmother's still screaming. And, you know, I'm still hitting her. And she's still, like, I'm assuming she's punching me in the back. And I keep thinking to myself, like, when did her hits become this hard? Like, it really, really hurts. Next thing I know, a lady starts screaming. She's like, oh, my God. And I turn my head and I see her. She runs in the store. But Kai is still jabbing me in the back. And she's like, oh, my God, somebody called 911. She's stabbing her. And I was just like, oh, that's what that is. She's stabbing me in my back. And so I back up and like I reach my hand back there and I'm just like, oh, my God, this chick was stabbing me in my spinal cord. Am I about to be paralyzed? It's like it was literally on my spinal cord. And I feel back there and I look at my hand and there's no blood. But now I'm like really, really pissed. And I'm like, you stupid bitch. You tried to kill me or at the very least paralyze me for life. So we always carry a baseball bat in our car. So I get the baseball bat and I come at her. I swing it like two or three times. And still my grandmother is screaming bloody mercy. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. So I get in my car and she comes around to the back of her car with the knife in her hand and she just poses with like a look like, yeah, I got you, bitch, because she's so proud that you're such a coward that I beat you up three times and you pulled a knife and tried to stab me in my back. And obviously you're pretty weak because the knife didn't even go through. 
And so when we pull out and I calm down and we're driving towards my son's doctor's appointment, my thumb starts stinging. I look down at my thumb on my left hand. My thumb is sliced open. And I'm just like, I cannot believe that crazy bitch was stabbing me. I still take my son to his doctor's appointment because it was very, very important that he go. He had a surgery coming up and it was important that we made the consultation with the doctor that was going to do the surgery. So... While we're in the waiting room waiting to see the doctor, I do call my child's father and I'm just like, this crazy chick tried to kill me. He tells me that she's told him that I attacked her for no reason and I broke her arm and just a bunch of crazy stuff. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. So... My grandmother is way too traumatized to do any type of errands that we had planned on running once my son's doctor's appointment was done. So we go home and I call the police. I'm like, this chick tried to stab me. They tell me, come in, give a written report, and they'll take care of it. The very next day, I go in with a written report. They say, okay, we'll give it to the officer that you talked to. And then I go home and I wait. This chick is still calling me. She's still harassing me. One week passes. I call the police and I'm like, hey, what's going on? This chick literally tried to kill me or at the very least paralyze me for life. Why is she not arrested? Why is there not a warrant out for arrest? Why is she not arrested? The detective that I talked to, he's like, well, I never got your written report. I'm like, I literally took it there. I handed it to an officer and they said they would get it to you. He's like, well, I never got it. I go back again with a written report. And I'm like, can you stamp this? Can I get proof that I gave it to you? All of that. And still, week passes, two weeks pass, I call again. And I'm like, what's the holdup? Why is she not in jail? She attacked me and tried to kill me. Still, he says he never got any paperwork. And so I realized that the police are not going to do anything. And no no charges were pressed. I had pressed charges on her for busting out my window. We had pressed charges on her for slitting my grandmother's tire. And nothing was done. Like I genuinely, you know, you watch these Lifetime movies and they go through all this shit with these stalkers and you go, well, there's no way the police would have to. Like, oh, if you did this, you would have to get arrested. Like, I can literally tell you, I'm living proof. She slit tires. She harassed me. She harassed my grandmother. She stabbed me in the back with a knife. 
and busted out my window every time she did something we called the police and made a report and nothing has happened right now to this day nothing has happened to this crazy chick and you know what's the really killer part out of all of that my child's father never told me where she lived his excuse was i don't want you to get in any trouble And I'm just like, well, I don't have to go to her house to get in trouble because she's coming to mine. She's coming to my grandmother's, you know? We live in the same town. We're going to run into each other. She's harassing me. He never gave me her address. And he swears that it was just for my protection to not go to jail. I think it's really unfair that she knows where I live and I didn't. And you know what's even crazier is I was telling the situation to a neighbor and the neighbor felt so bad. Like, she did this to you and your grandma. Da 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 da. He's like, he won't tell you. Well, you know what? I'll tell you where she lives. So I do know where she lives. It was never about revenge for me, I just wanted to press charges. And have her address so it could go directly to her. To this day, nothing has happened to her. There has been no consequences or repercussions for what she did. And, you know, I feel really bad that this is one of the events that happened in the last couple of years of my grandmother's life. And it was just a mess. And I don't believe that it's over because she's psychotic. And like my child father, he tells me like, oh, she said this about you. Like, I don't want to hear anything from this chick or about this chick. So who's to say? What might happen? Who's to say what might set off this psychotic loser and make her come after me again? Who's to say? But I know that the police won't do anything. I'm definitely going to defend myself and my son for sure by any means necessary. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Kind of crazy. It was just one of small bumps in this roller coaster ride that I call my life. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Check out the other episodes, they're doozies too. And there's so, so much, my sweet darlings, more left to cover. This has been Look Into My Life. Thanks for taking a look with me. And I'll see you very, very soon.